Behold our God. Nathan Apodaca lives in Idaho out of an RV, and he rides his truck back and forth to work every day. Recently, his truck broke down, so he took what he had, which was a skateboard, and he would ride his skateboard to work back and forth. And one day, he took a video of himself drinking some ocean spray, cran raspberry drink, and put it online, and that video went viral. The video had, I mean, over 27 million views. Ocean Spray loved it so much that they showed up and they gave him a cherry red truck filled to the brim with cranberry, you know, the saw, you know, the drink, Ocean Spray. These people donated money to him, $15,000, to help him out, and now he wants to get a new RV where him and his daughters can live. And the whole time, whether he was up or down or back up again, he still had the same smile and just grateful for life. St. Paul today, in his letter to the Philippians, says, I know how to live in humble circumstances. I know also how to live with abundance. In every circumstance and in all things, I've learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry. He says, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. Then he goes on to say, my God will fully supply whatever you need in accord with his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. That God knows what we need. And whether I have a little or I have a lot, all of it comes from God. That somehow the Lord has a plan to provide. That he's the one who sustains me. Why is this important? Well, sometimes, sometimes we can feel like we did it all. How did I get to this place in my life? Well, I worked hard. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you got to... But that's very... That's kind of prideful. Like, look what I'm doing. When really, in the eyes of faith, we say that all is gift. St. Teresa of Avila said that all is gift. That everything I have... I didn't give myself life. That I've had so much help along the way. That, that all is gift. And, and how important it is to know that. That whether I have a little or a lot. I remember in college, I, uh, we had a family car. And I lived about 10 minutes away from college. But I never had my own car. So I had to bum rides for four years back and forth for college. And, and now I have a car, which is like, this is awesome. So whenever someone's like, hey, can I get a ride? I'm like, no problem. Well, even like my homily a few months ago, right? Like, so if you need a ride, I'll give you a ride. Like, I'm so grateful that God always took care of me and got me around. It's just everything I have is, is from the Lord, that, that, that it's him who's giving it to me. It's he's the one who's sustaining me. And so I don't want to get caught up or distracted in the things themselves, but to recognize the one from whom they come. And if I want to hold on to something, I don't want to, I don't want to be clinging to my stuff, but I want to be open to him. I want to, I want to hold on to not stuff, 
but him. This freshman girl was sharing with me how she had been in a a relationship for a while and then it didn't work out. And she felt kind of a freedom, but then now she's thinking again, like, I just keep thinking about him and and I don't know what to do with that father. Does that mean something? Is God like wanting us to get back together? And you could really hear how she was holding on to him. And she said, it's interesting because when we were in the relationship, I didn't really pray much. But now that we're not together, I'm actually turning to God and I'm talking to him and I've, I've actually never been closer to God. And I asked her, I said, let me ask you, who in that relationship, who was really loving you? And she's like, well, him and, and God. That what you were experiencing in that relationship, yes, it's, it's beautiful. You were experiencing connection and care. But ultimately, who's the one who wants a connection with it? Who's the one who cares for us? It's the Lord. And he loves us through people. But I don't need this particular person. The God can take care of me without this particular person. And, and recognizing that just gives us freedom. That whether I, I have this person or not, whether I have anything, whether I have good grades or bad grades, God's going to take care of me. Whether, whether I'm dating somebody or not, God's going to take care of whether, me. Whether my political party is in power or not, that God is the one who's going to sustain me. That he will supply and give me what I need. The prophet Isaiah tells us this, that the Lord wants to provide. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines. In our gospel, Jesus tells us this parable about a king who's throwing a wedding feast. And he's inviting people to come. And he goes out once and his servants are ignored. People refuse to come. He sends out more servants. Like, go, go, go get the people. And the people, they refuse to come. What are they doing? I don't know. I think of it this way, that they weren't open to receiving the gift of the king because they're too busy holding on to other things. The king wants to give them something new. God always wants to give us something new. He's always doing something. But I might be too caught up in, in what I'm doing, and I, and I miss it. Even this person at the end, this curious thing about a guy who comes in without a wedding garment, that in those days when you came to the wedding at the door, they would give you what's called a capillet. It's a, a wedding cape. It's a, a celebratory thing. And so they give it to you when you show up. And so if he doesn't have one, it's because he didn't want to receive. No, I'm good. You don't, you don't, I, don't, I don't need your help. I don't need your stuff. I'm good. So the one thing that can hinder us from receiving the Lord's blessings is if we're not open to receiving them. If I'm all good, if I'm all complacent, then there's nothing I can do to receive. That St. Thomas Aquinas says that what is received is according to the mode of the receiver. That if, if my capacity to receive is like a thimble, well, that's all, I can, that's all I can take. But if my capacity to receive is like a huge, you know, 50-gallon drum, 
Jesus, in a sense, on the cross, what is he doing? He's, what's his capacity to receive? It's like, all right, I want everything. Father, I accept everything from you. I accept the good, the bad, the ugly. I accept suffering from you. That everything is gift. I want to receive everything because I know that you are for me. That you are taking care of me. I preached this homily last night and afterwards this woman came up to me and said, Father, you're right on. I said, yeah? She said, I lost my husband a few months ago after almost 50 years of marriage. And she said, that is a huge hole in your life. And she says, what have I done in that space? But I hold on to him. Because there's no, there's no one, there's nothing else to hold on to. And that he's the one who's sustaining me. That he's giving me what I need. I talked recently with another woman who is in the midst of an ugly divorce. She's saying how, Father, I think he's, he's, he's fighting. I think he's going to get all the money. And we're talking a lot of money. And I said, well, what are you doing in all this? And she said, you know, I've never experienced so much peace. I said, what do you mean? She said, I've been turning to God. I've got my little women's book club. I've got my prayer time each day. Pray my rosary. She said, I've never experienced so much peace. I have the Lord. That he may get the money, but she was getting something much more valuable, the Lord. That's our invitation is that whatever we have to hold gently as a gift from God, but the thing I really want to hold on to is Him.